Good evening, I'm Angelica Soto and I'm a junior at Carmen High School. Chris Abley is getting things done in Milwaukee County. Five years ago, Milwaukee County faced a dire, a dire fiscal outlook and the public policy forum asked of county government, should it go or should it stay? Today, Milwaukee County, through the dedication of its employees, has held bus fares flat while adding nearly a million new route miles, paid down millions of dollars in debt and deferred maintenance, established a dedicated office of economic development that has helped to create thousands of families supporting jobs and leverage 500 million in new development just around downtown area and is ahead of schedule on our plan to end chronic homelessness, all without raising taxes. Please join me and welcome Milwaukee County Executive Chris Abley. Well, good evening, everybody. I was thinking, uh, as I was watching the mayor sign his bill, uh, the county uh, passed a similar bill, not surprisingly, last week. And if I knew that we were signing tonight, I would have brought mine. But I think you get the point. Needless to say, the bill says largely the same thing. Uh, I was looking. Thank you. I was looking at this wonderful image, and it's a wonderful image. Uh, the Statue of Liberty is something that there, no amount of times you see this is it any less inspiring. Uh, some of you may have seen recently uh, the cover of The New Yorker. Uh, was particularly inspired, I thought, most recently. The New Yorker cover in the latest epi uh, issue, episode, see as we're in a TV world, uh, the latest issue, the cover shows just the arm in a night sky of the Statue of Liberty holding the torch, and the torch is extinguished, and there's just smoke trailing up. No words. The words that are implicit are the words that uh, Alana mentioned on the very base of that statue. Give us your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to be free. There is nothing on that plaque that says, except for the following seven countries, uh, or makes any comments about religious exemptions. Long before even the Constitution, a uh, hundred years before, uh, this country, the founding idea of this country, is freedom of religion. That's not something we compromise. Uh, every single day, that I wake up with the privilege of serving uh, in elected office in this country, uh, it never gets trivial. It's never an abstraction. The Constitution, the Bill of Rights, what it is, what it is that uh, we say we're protecting. Uh, one of the things that frustrates me when things like this ban are suggested, and God knows this isn't the only time our country's made mistakes like this, uh, often the justification is about security. And let's just be really clear. There is nobody in this room, there is nobody who's concerned about the ban. There's nobody who doesn't care about protecting this country. There is nobody who is pro-terrorism, nobody. But let's get real serious about what it is we are protecting. What we're protecting is the only country in the world founded not on what country you came from, what religion you believe, what the color of your skin is. It's founded on the embrace of a common idea, and that's individual liberties, and that all people are equal under the law. So, uh, 
I want to tell you another story. For many years before I served in public office, I worked with human rights groups, and I happened to be uh, in uh, Sarajevo uh, a little less than two weeks after uh, September 11th. Uh, the trip had been scheduled prior to that, and uh, for those of you who may not remember, in the mid-90s uh, in the Balkans, uh, there was uh, a conflict Conflicts in the Balkans has happened quite a bit, but in this case, uh, the, Ser the folks living in Sarajevo had been attacked, the Bosnians, by the Serbs. Uh, the good guys, the pro-West, pro-education, we uh, like free trade, we like uh, women's rights, uh, were the Muslim Bosnians, and the people who were trying to exterminate them were the extremist Muslims. Point being, there is no religion that's ever been created that has a monopoly on good or bad behavior, but the broader point is when you start focusing on what divides us, you're missing the point of this country. When I arrived there with some friends, there were women who upon hearing that we were Americans and realizing that literally a week and a half ago, the worst terrorist attack we'd ever had uh, had happened in this country, they came running up to us with tears in their eyes and they said, we understand your country isn't perfect but the ideals of your country are extraordinary and they're an inspiration to us and your country has to stand up. And I remember telling them for all, for all, just the, the shock uh, we all felt at that tragedy, I knew then our country will bounce back. The difference here is this is self-inflicted. The president of the United States within the first two weeks of being elected, making a declaration that at absolute most charitable best is reckless on one of the most fundamental, profoundly important def definitional principles of this country is not just a bank failure to be outraged at. It's not just another crime uh, that we read about. It's not a car crash. It's not a plane going down. It's not somebody making rumbling on the other side of the world about what they might do with us. It is the President of the United States attacking a fundamental principle of the United States. Tom, myself, Chevy, every single elected official in the United States, whatever their party, has one thing in common. Every one of us holds up our hand the first thing we do when we are elected and we swear an oath to protect the Constitution of the United States, that's before we even get to the state of Wisconsin and whatever our municipality is. Seems pretty basic and there's a reason. It's the first thing every elected official in the country does. That's how important it is. This matters. It's not just a Democratic issue. It's not a Republican issue. It's an American issue. Let's not thank you. So, so what can we do? Uh, first, uh, I looked at the list of sponsors uh, and thank you. Uh, thank you, Daryl. Thank you, Lilac. Thank you, Carmen, for hosting. Um, everybody in this room uh, probably has two or three other causes that uh, serve to do good in the world that they get, are volunteering. And this is kind of preaching the converted here. So I don't think anybody's on the other side of the argument. But we all know there's some people who are. And we need to make sure with our voices, with our pens, with our votes, that this isn't just a small issue and we're not going to let it go. No matter how many other things come every day across the page of Huffington Post or the news, 
you know, whatever seems outrageous, we can't let this go. We can't become numb to this. We need to speak up. So uh, every chance you get, take it. Uh, every person you talk to, uh, engage about this. Uh, and again, um, uh, thank you for everybody who I know is going to continue doing this. Uh, and let's not let anybody put out our torch collectively and keep us from being the beacon on a hill that we are. Thank you.